When it comes to multi-site churches, there has always been basically two approaches that you can take. One is where you have a central communicator who is live in one location. And when I say live, I mean in person at one location. And they are on video, whether live or recorded at other locations, right? So that's one model. You see churches like Life Church doing this. You see New Spring used to do this. There's a lot of churches that do this and have utilized this model where the, the communicator, usually the lead pastor or the lead teaching pastor, is preaching to a live audience while he is being recorded and that recording is live on the screens at the other location. The other way that multi-site has been done is where you have a central church where there's different locations and each one of those different locations has a different live communicator. And maybe they're all preaching the same message or from the same passage. They all maybe share a common vision, a common set of ideals and beliefs, a common set of elders and leadership, but they are in different locations. So there's different approaches that people have taken to multi-site, and I've been a part of a multi-site church that was on video at different locations where it's live in person at one location and it's live on video at the other locations. And I feel like we did the best we could to make it interactional, even though you're looking at a screen. The locations had campus pastors and there was ways that we made sure to keep things engaged. There is a new thing on the horizon here that I wanted to tell you about because anytime there is a new technology, it is always easy and somewhat knee-jerk to scoff at it at first because it just seems ridiculous and it seems like maybe a waste of, of money and unnecessary, but who knows, maybe this could become the new thing. This is episode 58 of the Preaching Donkey podcast. If you're new here, I'm Lane. It's so great to have you joining us today. Before we get started, I wanna give you something for free just to say thank you for coming to the show today. I think you're gonna love it. It's called the 21 Day Guide to Creating Killer Sermons. If you go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days, you can pick it up there. It's a three week, three step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling, life-changing message. You can grab it at preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. All right, so let's get into this. This is church leaders. Beam me up, pastor. Holographic technology allows pastor to be in nine locations at once. Okay, so let's look into this. Pastor Randy Beezit of Bayside Community Church in Bradenton, Florida, is using something straight out of Star Trek to preach the church to the church's nine campuses simultaneously. Bayzit uses a new holographic technology called Proto, P-R-O-T-O, a new device, a device that, according to its developer, lets people beam themselves to a location thousands of miles away and interact with people there. The holographic technology allows Bayzit to interact with those in the congregation even though he's not actually there. The Proto Epic model has a camera on it so the pastor can see the people he's beaming to. Unlike a traditional live video stream, Bayzit can actually hear sounds from the congregation. This really is, I think, putting me in nine locations at one time or has the potential to, and that make uh, make it much more personal than if it was just a video kind of on a flat screen, he told Fox 13 News. So let's take a look at this story and we'll keep 
kind of way about of being this. several places at once, or maybe showing off a new product. This holographic technology is called Proto. It sounds like something that would be used exclusively in Hollywood, but everyday businesses, including a local church now, are seeing the value in it. You just got to have the right people around you, amen? Pastor Randy Beezit likes getting personal with his congregation at Bayside Community Church. But with nine locations, he can't always be there in person. Am I here or am I not here? Was I with you out at the pre-party? Okay, so this is the, the end result of what it looks like to the people. So you see the people in the crowd here sitting here. And he's kind of in this box and they've got some stuff around it. And he can kind of move around. And it really does look like he's standing up there on stage. The only difference between this and a normal him being on the, the stage is that he can't really move outside of that box and that box doesn't really move. Or was that really a virtual Randy that was out there? Now the pastor can be several places at once. He's using a new holographic technology. So basically they record it here. He's in front of this white screen. As long as he stays in front of the, the white, and he talks into that microphone, it shows up like this in the box. And wherever this box is, is where this uh, shows up and he can be there holographically. He called Proto, which can transport him anywhere, live or recorded. He can even interact with the audience. Has a built-in camera, which you can see, that's it right there. So it allows me to see what's out in the audience or the people that are there in front of me. And then these two speakers right here, that's exactly how I can hear what's in the room there. This really is, I think, putting me in nine locations at one time or has the potential to do that and make it much more personal than if it was just a video or kind of a flat screen. So I already know that there are people who are going to just recoil at the statement that he just said. This is really, I think, putting me in nine locations at one time or has the potential to. Now, I'm not saying I recoil at it. I understand it. I understand the heart behind it. And I'm going to be as charitable as possible because I still remember when churches like North Coast Church and Life Church went multi-site for the first time. People scoffed at it. They mocked it. So I don't want to be a Luddite and mock this, but I do know that there are people who are going to say, why do you need to be in nine locations? Like, why is it so important that your corporeal form is in nine locations? Like, is is this a, a worship of man? Is it a worship of you? Are you? What is so special about you that you can't just be there on a screen? You have to be there in some kind of weird futuristic holograph. That's the reaction that a lot of people are, are going to have. I'm not saying I feel that way. I'm only saying that I, I can understand why people would go to that with that statement and just kind of the way he says it. I don't know him. I'm sure he's a great guy. The hologram producing device can be operated with an iPad or cell phone. It can be used to play pre-recorded videos as well. So it can be live or pre-recorded. However, the tech doesn't come cheap starting at a hefty price tag of $100,000. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, but in the world of technology, in the world of stage equipment, you know, which this would kind of fall into that category, $100,000 really is a drop in the bucket. But I know that if you already have the problem solved with a screen, $100,000 just to make it a little bit more fancy may, may be a lot. And may not be a lot to this church. Maybe they have a massive budget. I don't know. I will say I do know that some churches do screens that drop floor to ceiling where the pastor is on the screen and it's the whole 
frame, like the frame is his whole top to bottom, you know, head to feet. And it's about six foot tall, so it looks like there's really a person on stage. And then on this, uh, on the other screens, there's kind of a more up close and up front picture as well. That would be a lot cheaper to do it that way. Bazet said, "Okay, let's just my complaint with church leaders here. They keep spelling his name differently. It's Bezet and then Bazet and then Bezet and now back to Bazet. Get church, come on, church leaders, get figured out." Bazet said. We'll do whatever we can to actually reach and impact as many people as we can. And in this case, try a new technology like this. Okay. All right. I get it. There are going to be people who say, yeah, right. You just want to spend money. You just want to play with technology. You just think that you're so special that you need to be in some kind of fancy holograph in nine different locations so you can feel good about your, it's like tickling your ego. I don't know. Can't accuse him of that. I, I really... I try to give people, especially pastors, the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what, if this is what they're saying, then I am going to take it at its value, that they're really trying to leverage technology to reach people. Whether it's the best use of it or not, you know, it's there, it's up to them. I'm just trying to get a conversation started here. The church says that whether it be through our high energy weekend services, small groups, mission trips, youth services, counseling, or growth classes, Bayside believes in giving you the tools you need to gain a deeper understanding and relationship with God. Samuel Rodriguez, senior pastor of New Season Church in Sacramento, California, uses similar technology to deliver a sermon on July 4th, 2021 to a church in New Zealand. Rodriguez described the experience to CBN News as an encounter between Star Trek and Christianity. Interesting, interesting stuff. I don't know what I think about this. And I, I'm, be, I'm coming at that from a very sincere place. Part of me says... This is truly just the new iteration of what has already been happening, and that's okay. We would have mocked and scoffed at screens 20 years ago, and they have proven to be an effective tool. And the other side of me thinks it might be kind of excessive. It might be just a little bit kind of too much. It's like it's like over-solving the problem, spending money, time, energy, attention on something that isn't necessary. It's like creating a problem that really isn't there just to have this this guy's body in uh, another place. Now, there are broader, kind of more theological, philosophical questions that I think need to be asked. Lots and lots of times on this podcast, we have talked about the downfall of different churches and church leaders, right? There's When I think about when I went into ministry, how many different church leaders, pastors that I looked up to, followed, read their stuff, watched their messages, and really looked to them as, man, I want to be like that guy someday. And time after time after time after time, they have fallen from scandal and immorality, and you name it, they've done it, and their churches have collapsed, or they have collapsed, or both. And one common denominator through all of those is that at the top of those organizations was that man and his personality, his charisma, his ability to teach, his ability to communicate, his ability to hold an audience, his ability to lead a church and grow it. And then it, when it all comes crashing down, it's just a massive big mess. And it really is a tragedy because it hurts a lot of people, sometimes tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. So when I see something like this, all I see or part of me sees just another way to make that kind of massive fall hit just a little harder because these people are going to this place where this guy has so has been so 
celebrified, if that's a word, which I don't think it is, but he's been made into such a celebrity that his holograph has to, it's like he's Tupac or Elvis, right? It it just seems to me a risky place to to put a man that that there's something so special that he has to be in a holographic form. Now, I will say 20 years ago, people were saying this about screens. And again, I've been a part of churches that have done it and done it really well and done it with integrity and it's been an effective tool. So I don't, this is why I'm torn on this. I don't want to be a curmudgeon and say, I don't like it because it's new. I just see the risk, not of holographic technology. I think this just kind of shines a light on the broader risk, the the broader problem that we have right now in churches that needs to be addressed. Then again and again and again, when we have one guy at the top of a massive organization, there's typically some things that go with that that make it hard to hold that person accountable, that make it hard to protect and shield the church from collapse if that guy messes up. And I I kind of just see this as the, the shining example of just risk. I don't know this guy, whether his name is Bezit or Bazit. They keep messing it up. But Pastor Randy, I'm sure he's a great guy. I have nothing against him. I'd love to have him on the show to talk about this. I'm sure he probably has some of the same concerns I do. I've just been around people in church leadership long enough to know that anything that I'm saying is are things that they've probably thought through and they've probably debated about, they've probably argued about, and they've come to the conclusion that they've come to. So I'm not trying to be critical of it. I'm just saying I have some questions. I have some hesitation. I have some consternation with this. I want to know what you think. If you're watching on YouTube, please let me know in the comments. Do you feel strongly one way or the other? I am kind of, well, you've heard my thoughts. I I don't know strongly which way I feel. I just have some hesitancy with the whole model, the whole thing. I feel like is risky, not just this church, but any church that is that centered on one person is put in a precarious position. So let me know what you think. Go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. Pick up your guide. I'll see you in the next episode real soon. Until then, remember if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here on the Preaching Donkey Podcast.